and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. Money magicians, how are you this morning? Actually, let me wear my glasses. Oh, sometimes I take them off and I forget that I can't read without them. I can only see. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so hello, happy Saturday. Thank you for joining me on Saturday. I know it's kind of hard. Um, I'm feeling a little better today, so let me start by introducing myself. We're growing in this group. We are now 2,300 members. Um, yeah, like the group literally like went up by like a 700 people in the last two months. It's very, very interesting. Um, as I'm dealing with my expansion and visibility issues, of course, this always happens in tandem. So if you're new to the group, my name is Vangile Makwakwa. I'm the host of the Wealthy Money Group, which focuses on property and investments and through our property podcast and also um, focuses on money. So what I do is I help women, although I have quite a few male clients, private clients, and also there's a lot of um, men students, right? So, but I help predominantly women heal their ancestral money stories so they can find love with their bank accounts and best and live their best lives. So today I want to talk about something, a show that triggers everyone and bring it home, right? Because today I was literally on my bed and sending Mizo a message and I'm just like, so Mizo is my co-host, by the way, on the Property Magicians podcast. So I was sending Mizo a message. I'm like, I'm just doing the bow and visibility meditation. And actually, no, it was not good. 
but I am shivering. My whole body was shivering, you know, like I was literally like tears dripping down. Never mind the fact that like I got to sleep at like 3 a.m. yesterday because the first, like I was crying for like two hours and like shaking, same memory, right? I'm like, it's not safe. And like, I have what I consider very big thing that makes it unsafe that if it comes out, people are going to laugh at me and I'm going to feel super humiliated because growing up, like, and it would make me feel humiliated and scared. So like, obviously if I get bigger, people are going to find out about it. So at some point I know I'm just going to just have to talk about it in these videos and just like get it out. But right now we're not there yet. Right. And it's super scary. And as you can imagine, it's not like the biggest thing on the freaking planet because everybody, most people saw me go through this as a child and as a teenager, people in my family and everything, but it was used to humiliate me and I ended up getting bullied and laughed at at school. Oh. Yeah, so it's really, really scary. The 14-year-old me is freaking out. The 15-year-old me. And I'm just like, I just don't want to be laughed at and humiliated. So it doesn't feel safe. It still doesn't feel safe. That's why I'm not here talking about it, right? I'm still shivering and crying. And I'm like, oh my God, if I expand beyond this and then people see more of my work, all my childhood people are going to talk about this. And even though it's not an issue now as an adult, but still I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. As you can tell, I wasn't like a popular kid. I was actually very much that kid that nobody understood. I was weird. I spoke a lot to invisible beings. It was really, really wild. Um, sorry, I'm just going to switch. So, yeah, I just um, connected to stronger, uh, to stronger internet because I was worried that maybe my connection isn't so good. But yeah, so I am living proof that you can want something. You can want growth. You can want visibility. You can want the goals, the income goal, but at the same time, you can not want it and energetically stop it and energetically keep yourself from growing, right? And a lot of this is childhood trauma. Like I'm working a lot with my 14 year old. I'm like, it's okay. Like, it, this is not the same thing. This is, you've grown up. These are not the kids on the playground, right? These are not the teenagers and this is definitely and the crazy thing is the person that used to get me the most humiliated was my mother right she would just blurt it out in order to control me if I thought like I, if I was being unruly or being rude then it would be like this thing that she tells my friends and everybody could turn around laugh at me and then I would like instantly behave so I still have a lot of that right so Whew, yeah, really, it's not even the biggest deal. I know when I eventually talk about it, um, <laughs> like everybody's going to be like, ah, but this is like my six-year-old me, my four-year-old me, my 14-year-old me doesn't feel safe, right? So 
still scary. And the worst that can literally happen is that people will laugh at me and then I'll feel like <gasps> so humiliated. Um, yeah, but anyway, so let's talk about what that looks like when we set our goals. So when we started off, um, oh, no, when we started off two days ago, I asked you guys, oh, hold on, I'm getting that darkness on my screen again. Light! Okay, so when I do these videos, I forget to add the lighting factor. So, um, okay, so two days ago, I said, write down your income goal and then just sit with it in your body. Like say something like, it's safe to make X amount every year. It's safe for me to make this amount this year. Um, I'm excited about making this amount this year. And then just sit with it for like five minutes in your body and then feel how it feels. So I ask people to do that and then we can debrief and I can explain what is going on. Guys, when I give these exercises, I promise you a lot, like anyone that has done the five day bank account challenge has seen just like they seem simple. They seem like, oh, whatever, you don't have to do this. It's such a simple exercise. But these exercises are life changing because they shed so much light and help you understand what is actually going on. Most of us approach money from a very heady point, right? We look at what everyone else is doing and then we decide to employ the same kind of business strategy. We decide to do the exact same thing and it doesn't work for us, right? And the reason is isn't that the strategy, the practical things are wrong. They are not at all wrong. There's nothing wrong with the practical stuff, right? It's just that emotionally, we are finding ways to block things, to sabotage things. Just like I said, like, I want the income goal. I want all the awesome things that are happening, but it doesn't feel safe. And it's not even the biggest reason why it doesn't feel safe. It's just that I am like, ah, oh, I'm so scared. Like people are going to change how they see me and laugh at me. And that's literally the only thing that can happen. There's nothing more, you know, but because it happens so often, it just doesn't feel safe, right? Like no part of me is willing to be that extra vulnerable and that extra visible and have people see that part of me. Nobody wants to have the embarrassing things spoken about, right? So yeah, it's that kind of vulnerability. But for some of us, it could be anything, right? It could be that it doesn't feel safe to expand and make more money because how will my husband take it? So that's a big one for most women. Like I'm happily married right now. What if like it completely ruins the marriage, right? Or I don't want to make more money because suddenly more money means that I now have to support more family members. How do I say no to my family? So it doesn't feel, so there's just some kind of block around that, right? So it is absolutely possible to want something and absolutely energetically block it or here's another thing it's absolutely possible which is where i'm going with the i blew it show that most of us go crazy about i haven't actually watched the show i've just watched snippets that come on on youtube or social media and it is enough for me to just like freak out and be like oh my god we need to have a conversation 
about trauma and emotions because there is so much going on around money trauma. But the main belief tends to be that as long as I have, um, as I have tons of money and I attract tons of money, my life problems will be sorted. And I think lots of us are seeing that in I blew it, that actually you may lose your mind a little bit, right? You may like actually more uh, attracting lots of money without having healed the trauma may actually lead to its own new levels of issues, right? So why is that happening? And I'm sure most of us have seen this, right? Um, where before I spoke about how you you can attract a lot of money and then you have this fear of spending money, right? So what happens when you have, when you actually do attract the very things that you want and then suddenly you start sabotaging? Like you literally get a personality change. You basically um, erase the very thing that you've been trying to manifest, right? Most of us have probably seen this in uh, the most common is romantic relationships, right? And there's, um, there's similarities, although relationships are not my sphere, right? Like talk to Joe, talk to Mary Lou, those are the people for relationships. Those like, that is definitely not my sphere. But like, we behave in a similar manner where you're like, I'm not going to be that person who suddenly shouts and screams and brings drama to the table because I saw that growing up. And then you become that very person. You manifest the person that you want, you manifest the relationship, then you become that very person. So what is going on with money when we attract it and we attract the very financial situation that we've been dreaming of and that we want and we do make all that income and we have the best of intentions like we've written we've even written down the income goals like we've been taught that when the money comes I will renovate the house I will pay off the car I will buy this new thing I will do this but then the money comes and we literally wake up almost from a dream six months later and the money is gone right well like I didn't even I don't even know what happened with the money what did I do with this money right what's going on there oh you manifest the incredible job the incredible clients and then suddenly you can't show up for this job like everything about it makes you scared tense you can't perform the way that you always performed at other jobs or with other clients what the heck is going on? Okay, so let's talk a little about this. And for most of us, we get really upset at ourselves and we're like, oh, I lack discipline. I need to be more disciplined. And we try to be more disciplined. And anyone that has really gone down, gone down this path, because I've gone down this path many times where you're like, I am going to be super disciplined. I'm going to use willpower and you do the timetables, you do the budgets, you post everything all over the world. And yet, still, after all that, it's almost like something is getting worse. So I want us to just talk about that. And I'm going to talk, start from the I Blew It show, right? So, because I think a lot of us that are watching that show are going like, oh my God, I'm so freaking traumatized. And 
what is going on, right? So it is absolutely possible to get the things that we want, but getting the thing, uh, getting the money that we want and managing money and making wise decision with, uh, decisions with money, totally different things, right? Most law of attraction teachers will tell you that you're a great manifester, but there is an element of practicality, like manifesting can sometimes be magic. It's a combination of magic, hard work, karma, all those beautiful things, right? Love it. But what about, but when it comes to investing, being practical, paying off debts, all those things, it requires a certain kind of calm from us, right? That we need to be able to work with this money to be able to draw up the budgets, to be able to see the spreadsheets, to be able to talk to the financial um, uh, advisors, to be able to look at the returns on investments on the shares. And most of us, we're just so in our emotions where when we look at the money, all sense, we lose all sense, basically, right? So, and losing all sense, which we see in I Blew It, right? When you see the show, someone will go and they'll buy like 10 cars, they'll buy a car for the neighbor, they'll give this money here. And it's almost like they are not in control. It's what my coach, my business coach, calls hijacking, right? Is that in, the, in those moments when you have suddenly, now the reality has hit, but you haven't dealt with the underlying issues around money and your relationship with money, what is happening is that you're getting hijacked by the sub-personality. And when I sub-personalities, and when I discuss sub-personalities, I mean the parts of ourselves, our personalities, like our inner child, our inner teen, past life versions, um, other dimensional <laughs> versions of us, right, that haven't been healed from trauma related to money, right? So these are the sub-personalities that are still in the traumatized state and they now take over control because now you're doing the very thing that triggers them and traumatizes them right and this is a completely emotional and psychological thing right so what most of us are thinking is the grown-up adult version of you is, is totally like I want, like, if you spoke to these people, when you look at the people on I Blew It, you can see they are so sad that they blew that money. And you know that people in their own rational minds would often not behave that way, right? But in those, the, the beauty of being human is that we're not these rational and logical beings, is that we are very emotional, right? And we carry all these memories and also other, on top of our sub-personalities, there's ancestral trauma that we carry, right? So we carry all these stories around money. So now suddenly you have this money and literally the traumatized versions of you, if there's a traumatized version of you, like for example, what's going on with me, right? My 15 year old self is like, no way. Like expansion means that 
as you expand, you've seen this before, everyone in your life comes to the surface, starts sharing stories about your life, and some of them are these embarrassing stories, you can't live through this, right? I cannot live through this. So no way, like expanding in terms of expanding financially, which sometimes means serving more people in your business, right? Because at the end of the day, I am running a business. So it means serving more clients, serving more people on a bigger stage with certain clients as well. Like I've got certain corporate clients asking for certain things. It's like not freaking safe, right? So what would be the thing that keeps me safe? It's not to allow this to happen, so to block it. So suddenly my I can't do the work, I don't believe I'm enough, I don't want to answer emails, I don't want to do this every, or I just feel downright scared, right? So this is how that part, like my inner teen, keeps me safe. And can you see that that's part of self-love? That's actually the way that my inner teen is showing me love, because she's like, oh my God, like this is scary, this could actually happen. And for some of us, it's like we fear criticism right? Or we fear rejection. And that part of us is like, uh, nope, you can't launch your business right now because people may not respond. And then it will feel like a deep rejection. So in order to avoid this rejection, let's procrastinate or let's make you believe that this is so difficult that oh, my favorite is when people say, I don't know how, but you've just listened to a person tell you about this entire business concept. And they're like, but I really don't know how to start it. It's how your the sub personality keeps you safe so that you really don't know how. I don't know how to manage money. I'm not a good money manager. Some of these beliefs are there to protect us. So it's a form of self-love, right? And what most of us do instead is we respond with like hectic, like practical things or willpower. And instead of working with that version of ourselves, especially when we are sensitive and more leaning more towards the spiritual angle of things. And we know when we're sensitive beings, right? Like I know I, I cry for a lot of random things. I get, you guys have seen me, right? Like I'm hyper emotional about anything. Someone posts something. I'm like, oh my God, I'm already angry, right? Like I'm a super emotional person. This is why I also teach emotional intelligence because I had to learn emotional intelligence around money and I'm constantly learning it. So if you are that person and then you, instead of healing these traumatized parts of you and these sub personalities that are like, oh, it's scared, I'm going to get rejected. Oh my gosh, the fear of disappointment. You're like self-discipline, I'm going to push through. And you keep basically pushing yourself into these uncomfortable situations. At some point, it's going to be emotionally overwhelming and you're never going to want to do this again, right? It's going to be scary, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, all sorts of things. So what started off as a small thing and your the procrastination, all these other behaviors are just signs to say, hey, listen, there's a problem here and maybe there should be some kind of healing that happens. What most of us do is we react in what I call a very hyper 
masculine way because this is the way that we've been taught to do business for years and years, right? This way of, I need to respond with compassion and love and go into that dark space and heal those parts of me. Those, that's not the way that's promoted. Then you call your, then we're told that we're lazy. Oh my God, you're so irresponsible, which is how most people then respond to the people on I blew it, right? It's like, we're like, oh my God, they so, how could they do that? That was so foolish. I would have done better, etc. Instead of really seeing that actually, people were responding from a very wounded place with money, right? It's like um, they weren't actually responding from this place of this is the best that, um, this is me, calm, etc. Because if you think about it, do calm people just look at their finances and then spend like millions of rands or hundred thousands of dollars in like a space of like seven months or a year. No, that's like, there's a lot going on emotionally there, right? And a lot of it is the drive to get rid of money. And we try to get rid of something when we don't feel safe with it, when we're trying to protect ourselves from this thing, when we don't like it, when we hate it, when it doesn't excite us, when it brings us problems, we want to get rid of that thing, right? So there needs to be a healing and most times to change that behavior, it's not from the outside in as we've been taught that somehow my behavior will change and then and internally, I'll somehow like feel calm with money. We change it from the inside out. Everything is always from an inside out perspective, right? So let me talk about this because people will then say, oh, but why is it that some people are, can win that money and do incredible things and other people do all these crazy things? And why is it that this often seems to happen to people in a particular group of society? great, great questions, right? Because we all have different traumas. And this is so, so important to really, really understand, right? We all have very different traumas, right? So some people's traumas around money are greater than other people's, right? So I can tell you guys for free that like, even in the Money Magic group, uh, student group yesterday, I was crying, I was typing out this cheery message and I was like, I can see how a lot of the things that I was taught, like, Growing up, I was often taught, I am not lovable, I am not wanted. I was always taught, told these things, you know, believed, and I believed them within the deepest depths of my psyche, right? Because if you tell a child this often enough, and you tell them this for their entire lifetime up until from the time they're born till they're 17, and you play it out and you show it out and you tell them that they are impossible to love, no one will love them, which I heard those words, right? I believed them, right? Because I heard them so often, almost daily, and they became part of my script. So when it came to me showing up for job interviews, the script that I was running or even launching products, the script I was running is I am unwanted. So it was literally like I'm walking into a job interview, but I believe that why would anyone want me? I am unwanted. That is the script that I'm running. So do you think that I'm going to, I was negotiating a salary at the price that all my classmates were uh, negotiating within the MBA program. And this is kind of a, 
I guess I get so sad when I tell the story. I finished my MBA and instead of looking for jobs within the MBA sector, right? Um, I literally, um, I started and then I got a little bit of rejection. I was like, oh, instead of looking for jobs in the investment banking sector, I started looking for jobs as a waitress, nothing wrong as a waitress, right? But I was like, that is the best I could do. That's what I truly believed. And then when I would look and apply for jobs anywhere else, I would never apply for jobs at, say, the investment banker or like at a level that required an MBA or even work experience, even though I'd already had work experience as a mining and energy analyst, was I would always apply at entry level, zero years experience, nothing, because I truly believe that, well, I wouldn't be wanted at that other level, right? So my classmates that didn't have those stories, right, you can see how it would be easier for them to walk in and at least apply at the levels that they felt they were qualified at and that we had been studying at and that we'd been told we can apply at, right? But I didn't believe that because my core story was I am unwanted. So I am not, I wasn't trying to waste people's time about that, right? Because I already know that, well, nobody wants me, nobody cares. So let me go where maybe I'll be wanted because my experience so outweighs um, whatever they're looking for. So maybe they'll take me, right? And it was the exact same thing when I started um, my first business, right? It was like this deep fear. It was always this fear that oh, even doing a live video, even putting out a Facebook post, even marketing what I was doing, anything, it's like nobody wants you. So basically you're bothering people. That's what I would think, right? And there was a lot of healing and it's a constant healing process, right? There's a constant healing process of going in. And that's why I am doing the 30 days in the Money Magic course around the not good enough meditations around the vows of invisibility, because I know those stories and I can see how they trip me up. Because if you're coming into, say, um, a business discussion and you have these deep beliefs, how you present yourself is completely different from someone who is not just even reciting an affirmation, but has never had those beliefs and has never taken them on as part of their identity, right? So it's super important to understand that we all have different backgrounds. We all have a different ancestral stories. We've all been brought up differently. So we can't compare ourselves to the next person because my story and how it shapes who I am today and the trauma that I travel with on a day-to-day -day basis is shaping me differently to say the next person. So when they do the practical stuff and they do all the business plans and all that, and they go and they do the MBA program, which I did, and then they go out and everything, when their progress is completely also dependent on their 
thinking process, their traumas, their ancestral stuff, all that. So they will behave differently to how I behaved. But the beautiful thing is it's not the end of the world. They, we do the healing work, right? And we start to change the things. So it is quite possible that you and your best friend set the same income goals and your best friend achieves those income goals, no problems. They do the practical stuff. They do all that. And you are like, why is it not working for me? I am doing the same things as her. Because at the end of the day, the universe is constantly responding to our vibration. And also, we cannot erase the fact that there are sub-personalities, there are parts of us, our sub-personalities that are trying to stop that progress for their own very reasons. And it is in and in the spirit of self-love either to protect us because they don't feel safe because they believe that this is life or death for anything right they don't want to experience rejection they don't want to feel disappointed all that and that needs to be healed and acknowledged and i'm really all about not re-traumatizing ourselves by forcing the issue but being more gentle and more compassionate and working from the inside out. And I constantly see this in the Money Magic course, how just doing this literally changes the game, like absolutely gets people to up-level in incredible ways, right? Because it's really the things that we don't know, we don't know that really hold us up, right? And honestly, if you had asked me what was going on with my right leg or my right foot or my issues around my new income goal, I would not have known. It's only through doing the deeper work and going deeper into my psyche that I'm like, oh, of course, of course, like makes all the sense in the world. I genuinely am okay with this. Like I'm not feeling safe. Cool, let's work with the inner team. So let me know your thoughts on this video. Let me know if it makes sense. I haven't, oh, this is probably the first live video that I do. People are watching and I'm not getting any feedback. <laughs> so I'm hoping this is because it's making sense and it's resonating with you guys or you need time to think. And I see people are still watching. So I am assuming that something is making sense. And yeah, don't forget to join me for the live uh, for the masterclass, which is live tomorrow, Sunday, January 26th. It's um, uh, the seven emotions that hold us back from saving, investing, and increasing income. So you can join the masterclass at wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass. Again, you can join the masterclass at wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass. I am going to call it a day. I promised to do a live video on how to budget um basically run your life if you make inconsistent income in the money magic student group so let me head over there and do another live video Noglunga, <laughs> you say it makes sense thank you i'm glad and this is so so important to understand because I feel like we are so busy hyping up self-discipline and so busy looking at other people's successes and thinking, 
all I have to do is copy that business model, right? And do exactly as they say. And then the minute it doesn't work out, we think that there's something wrong with us. And then we like, oh, witchcraft or, oh my God, something's wrong with me and all that. And it's not that, right? So Noglunga, you say universe responds to our vibration. Mm. Yeah, and our vibration can't really be um switched i know there's this whole like oh my god just feel gratitude grateful and feel happy and the universe responds to that that's like such a <laughs> conscience <laughs> conscious vibration right we we are talking here about the universe is responding to the vibration also not just of you as the adult you but your inner child your inner teen so if your inner child and your inner teen are screaming stop it's not safe and screaming it louder than you going like oh my god it's so excited it's so exciting and the the crazy thing about the brain is that it is hardwired to notice fear because fear is that feeling of fear is what kept our ancestors alive, right? Because when we were scared, we knew it was danger. So we would run from danger and that's what kept us alive. Happiness didn't necessarily keep us in survival mode. If I felt happy and I saw a tiger, right? And do you think in the stone age our ancestors would have survived and been like oh, i'm happy but there's a tiger and it's charging towards me let me just be happy right honestly guys not at all so the brain needed to first pay attention to oh my god i'm happy that tiger is charging scared run for the hills you you survive another day to be happy another day right so something to really understand that a lot of what is happening in terms of our emotional state is sometimes things that we are not even aware of and they are happening at the deepest levels of our psyche right and sometimes we get we do what i've been calling gaslighting our inner child and our inner teen we feel scared we feel anxious we feel unscared about we feel um, petrified about the income goal and what we do instead is we go to a mirror or we write out affirmations and then we tell this child within us that is already freaking out that they are not freaking out they are not scared that it's absolutely okay would you do that to your own child if you have a child and you're a parent do you not acknowledge your own child's fears when your child comes to you and says i am scared do you just tell them no you're not scared baby it's okay you're happy etc you would sit with them and ask them what's wrong nana why are you scared you would hold them you would hug them you would acknowledge those fears you wouldn't try to run from them and completely ignore them right but we don't parent ourselves the same way instead we're doing so much we're like absolutely refusing to acknowledge our own emotional state especially around money and we're like we're gonna go straight to gratitude we're gonna go straight to happiness oh my god this is not true this is not true you're not scared there's more than enough money oh my gosh not true right absolutely so you can already see how that form of self-parenting is actually tragic in a way right it's a form of self gaslighting because if we wouldn't do that to our own children why are we doing it to ourselves why are we not acknowledging our own emotions okay enough from me thank you guys thanks for watching i'll see you in the master class tomorrow bye 
I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.